0: Welcome to The Healthy Me. I'm Trina Felber, registered nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I believe there's a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to help you call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your Healthy Me. Welcome to The Healthy Me, Episode 3. I'm Trina Felber, Registered Nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics, and I believe there is a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your healthy me. Today, I am joined by Gary John Bishop, author of Unf yourself And Gary is one of the leading personal development experts in the industry. His urban philosophy approach represents a new wave of personal empowerment and life mastery that has provided miraculous results for people in the quality and performance of their life. And he is joining me today to help you get out of your head and into your life. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Trina. Uh, Okay. So I have to say, first of all, I love the cover of the book and yeah. I, I love the title because it totally spoke to me. So can you yeah. tell tell everybody what the book is about and what um, was your meaning behind it or what what did you want to accomplish?
1: Yeah. So uh, the book is about the ways that, that we kind of talk ourselves out of living great lives, Right. But but it goes a little deeper. on that kind of touches on. the the unseen and the unheard, right? So you're constantly in a dialogue with yourself. And most of that dialogue you don't notice, but you're constantly talking to yourself. And um, the book actually uncovers ways for you to break out of that cycle. Um, And one of the things that I was really, or the thing that I was really committed with, with this book, was that it wasn't some kind of big giant opus, right? I mean, it would be pointless to write a book called Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life, and it takes you eight days to read it. <laughs> um, so I really wanted it to be punchy, like this little pocket battleship, that when you put it down, it kind of inspired you to stand up and do something different. And, and, you know, if you're somebody that in your life, you want to produce new results, so you feel as if you're stuck, um, when it comes down to it, you're going to have to do something different and you know you might want to feel different you might want to get inspired you might want to get empowered but ultimately you'll still need to do something different and you know i'm i'm really i'm really inspired by some of the results i've come back from people because they're saying that's what they're doing with a the book they've read the book and it, they stood up and did something
0: different and I can totally attest to that because I have been through a lot of, I, I'm, I'm really into personal development. I've read a lot of books on personal development. I've been to a lot of mastery classes and things like that. And of course, I've walked away with something from everything. But when I picked up a copy of your book, first of all, I loved the title so much. And and, and it never dawned on me until reading your book how much I talked to myself. I, I didn't even realize it. So it brought in me to the forefront just the awareness of what I'm saying to myself and how often I'm saying it. And 90% of the time, until you're conscious of it, you don't realize that you're the one saying, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're not good enough. Oh, no way, you can never accomplish that. I
1: don't say to myself, I'm not good enough, right? Mm -hmm. But if you actually look at what you do in life, you'll see what you're saying to yourself. So your life is a product of what you say to yourself. So everything you're saying to yourself every day, you're living that life. Now, it seems like I'm living the life of my circumstances. and But my answer to that is you have the circumstances that are consistent
0: with your internal dialogue. And so your life is a reflection of that. Right. Well, talk for a second about, I know in the book you talk about uncertainty, but uncertainty is where things happen and yeah. it's an opportunity for growth. So I want you to expand on that yeah yeah so um when
1: you were a kid you had no problem with uncertainty right you were actually kind of into the whole idea of uncertainty you know you were i mean that's why we, if you've got kids or you've been around kids you know you got to watch them because a two-year-old will just wander right into the middle of the highway if you let them, right now i'm not saying you should start doing that there's a lot wrong with being two right i mean the sanitation alone but, um, there's, but there is something about being two or being three or being four. There's this kind of wonder of what it is to be alive that as we get older, we start to crave more protection, more predictability. And so that's kind of like the crossroads where human beings exist. Human beings exist hardwired for things to be certain, yet yearning for new things to happen, Right. And so you end up in that kind of stuckness at times in your life where you want something new, but the uncertainty of the new is too daunting a task. And I say to people, you got to let go of that. you got to let go of that the uncertain is something to be avoided. I mean, there are some cruddy things that can happen on uncertainty for sure, right? But at the same time... Nothing great will ever happen in your life until you step into what's uncertain. Nothing great will ever happen. You have to risk it at some point. And you can't get away with safety and you can't strategize and plan your way to safety because even in the most amazing plans, you can get blindsided. So I say to people, embrace that uncertainty. Step right out there and you'll realize you're a lot better equipped than you think you are.
0: I agree. I totally agree. And I have to say... That I was so inspired after reading actually I, I bought the book and then I downloaded it and I uh-huh. listened to it in the sauna. So I was in the sauna sweating like you wouldn't believe. And every yeah. night I would listen to the book and I loved the audiobook. So if anybody has the um can get the audio, it's him, it's you reading. So you get right. your accent and everything reading to right. you. And it's the the power of your voice is also very strong. Um, because right. I can tell that you're committed and um, that you have a lot of um, feeling, you know, in yeah. here. There's a lot of feeling. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you know, I like, I've been doing this personal development thing either as a participant or as somebody who gives it away to people for about a dozen years. And I'm um, and it's what my life's about. My, my my. If you ask my wife, she'd tell you, yeah, this guy's life is about making a difference for people, and that's all. People that includes my neighbors. and includes you know going to any Starbucks. It includes writing books and delivering courses and you know speaking at events. And I, I really I've given my life to what it what's it going to take to have people wake up to themselves and 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 you know strike a blow for some new kind of life for themselves. And I'm passionate about it. I love it. And um, it's a great way to kind of spend your life.
0: I thank you for that. I totally thank you because really, like I said, I bought the book for every one of my staff members, everyone that works for me, all of my team members. I bought the book for them to share. And I said, don't just keep this for yourself. Like when you read it, give it away. I want you to give it to someone else because it's a gift. It's a total gift. And I told the young kids, the kids that are like 16, we sent it home in a, in a bag or a, you know, a, an, an envelope. And I said, give it to your parents and let them read it first. Cause they probably need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I don't, you know, I think it's kind of,
1: you know, I mean, I'll, I would do what I do for nothing. And I, and
0: you know, anybody who
1: knows me would tell you I have done it for nothing, right? <laughs> Literally right. I've done this for nothing. Um, well, you course, walk
0: the walk and talk the talk. So it's your life. Well, you got it. I mean, well, what else are you gonna do? It's kind of like you
1: can't call yourself something and then uh, you know steep yourself in it. And I'm and I'm 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 really I'm fascinated. I spend most of my days reading and studying and like what does it take to get somebody from A to B? And it's not the usual stuff that we say like oh willpower or something, you know, which I'm still not even sure what that is. But uh, or some sense of personal discipline or something. I mean, where does discipline exist for a human being? You know, if you're going to look, where is that? Where is the discipline organ? Is it just underneath my liver? And where is the where's the discipline or the or the self belief? Where's that? I can't find that either. So I'm always looking for ways, like real ways, for people to kind of uh, to wake up to certain aspects of themselves to realize. And I like what you said, like you got an awareness of something that you didn't have. Yeah. And you know, Carl, uh, Jung would have said. That, you know, um, to, to be free, one must make that which is unconscious, conscious. Right. And, and that's a never ending thing. You're always doing that.
0: Well, like you said, you drive to work every day and you're unconscious. You get from point A to point B without even thinking about it. But yeah. you have had a conversation. That's why you're really not thinking. You had a conversation with yourself the entire time. And oh, you- yeah and you don't even realize it. And and it, it blew my mind the first time I realized the things that I was saying to myself and how yeah. can I rewire myself to talk better to myself, to lift myself up and then yeah. teach my kids the same philosophy of how are you talking to yourself? Because it's right. so powerful. Right. And, and look,
1: it's, it's really critical for people to get, I'm not talking about positive, you know, speaking or something. I'm not, but like, you know, you can do it, right? You know, yeah, I because that's not I, what you're talking about. No, so right. I'm not talking about telling yourself you're awesome, right? Right. You're awesome. You can do. It. I'm not talking about that. I'm actually, What I'm really fascinated about is when people can confront themselves, when they can look themselves in the mirror, and tell themselves the truth. And I don't mean the truth like in a dramatic way, like oh my god, you know. I mean like look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what are you doing? Where are you going? What's this about? What is this? You know, where's this taking you? What are you tolerating? What are you putting up with? What are you denying and denial about? What are you pretending? Right. And, and really like look yourself right in the eye and tell yourself the truth. And, um, you know, I, my fundamental, uh, philosophy, if you like, starts in this word called responsibility mm-hmm. and, uh, responsibility gets such a bad rap, you know, because people think it's got something to do with that you're to blame for something. It's got nothing to do with that. So it's about: Are you going to take ownership of your life, or are you going to give it to somebody or something else? Right. So are you going to take ownership that you're in a bad mood, or are you going to blame it on your job? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take ownership of your finances? Or are you going to blame it on your parents who never sent you to college? Are you going to take ownership for your your you know your crummy relationship with your husband or your wife? And stop blaming it on them you only to start living your life like it all goes the way you say and if you got really committed to that you could see that and uh i i love the whole i mean i, I just love the whole notion of somebody embracing all of it like everything that's going on in the life like all of it every last aspect of your money your body own it own it because own it now you got to say in it yeah and when you don't own it when you put it down to something like You know, like if it's your right, for instance, like, oh, you know, I really I can't seem to build the habit to do it or you know whatever it is you tell yourself to explain why you're not doing what you know you should do. You gotta own that. And you gotta start as my favorite philosopher is a guy called Martin Heidegger. Heidegger would have said, You gotta intervene with yourself. Right. You gotta intervene, you gotta stop the bus and say, All right, we're not doing this anymore. I'm going to take this bus in a whole other direction. And that would be the direction of uncertainty, by the Mm -hmm. way, just to kind of throw that in there. Right.
0: Taking that risk because that's right. That is where growth and change happens. So can you talk one of my favorite things that you talked about in the book was relationships and how if you are in crummy relationship after crummy relationship, how you are still succeeding in your life. Can you yeah. explain that because uh, like I know a lot of people that are you know out there and watching have been yeah. in the same relationship over and over and over again so talk I want you to talk yeah. about that Yeah
1: so I've coached a lot of people in relationships I've got a small coaching business it used to be very big but it's really small now I don't have a time for it but but often people come to me with relationship stuff and um, and and then I say well if you just look at the state of your relationship right now it keeps going that way where does it go and then they'll say well we're going to split up and i'll say okay now what point does that prove to you and they're like well it doesn't prove a point to me but if you peel back at it you'll actually see you're on a one-way street to proving a certain point about yourself or about others or about life and it really shows up and your romantic relationship. So I know some of your listeners might be like, no, no, I keep attracting a certain kind of person. <laughs> you don't attract anything, you lunatic. You hunt them down. <laughs> like, like find these people. Like where? Oh you'll do. Oh, you oh, yeah, yeah, you're like angry and self justified? Let's go out. <laughs> right and 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 I'm telling you, look, if your listeners like really get present to it and think about it, if you look back in your relationships that didn't work, there was something at the beginning where you told yourself, like, I don't know, and then you kind of overcame it, and by the end of the relationship, that thing that you overcame, that's what broke it, and you'll find that thing was there the whole time. So people are always winning, whether they're conscious of what they're winning at or not. And mostly we're not conscious of the games we're in. Right. We think we're in some other game, right? Like, you know, I'm getting angry with somebody in my life to demonstrate how much I care for them. (laughs) Wouldn't you just tell them you care for them? Wouldn't that be a faster way just to do that rather than losing your business over it? Right. Um, So that's kind of what we do in life, though. We i like to call it we live these lives of intention so we've got something in mind but we're not really clear about what we've got in mind we need to look in the reality of our life to see what we've got and again i do this with my clients i say well if you look at your whole life in terms of like every area of your life right now you're winning mm-hmm. what are the games you're playing yeah because that's so say, true yeah they'll say i'm winning at having no money right and I'm, and I'm winning at being overweight and I'm and I'm winning at being terrible in relationships and I'm winning at not going back to college and on and on and on and on
0: so isn't there there's a part in the book where you talk about what you're willing to do or what you're not willing to do. Am I right? Yeah. 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 And I sort of related to, I'm not willing to live like that because that struck a little bit stronger for me than the, uh, so talk about that for a second.
1: All right. So uh, I, I said this thing a few years ago, it was
0: probably one of the
1: things that 'Cause I've always been doing this but I haven't really had much of an online profile. So I said this thing and it got a lot of attention. <laughs> it and usually I, goes like that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The thing that I said was you have the life that you're willing to put up with. Right. That's I, it. It got A lot of attention about that. People were like, Wait, what what the hell? What, huh? right? and, uh, and I said, Yeah, you have this you, you have the life that you're willing to put up with. How do I how do I how do I know I'm willing to put up with it? Because you have it. So if you look at like your listeners are willing to have the bodies they have. Why? Because that's the body you have. You're willing to have the finances you have. Why? Because that's the finances you have. And um, and I really got for myself. Like again, I'm fascinated with this whole thing of responsibility. But if you if you look at your life from the perspective of your willingness, right? Usually, how we describe our lives is we say stuff like, "Well, I can't do that." Right? I don't. I don't think I can do that or that's impossible, or it's not for me, or I struggle with that, or I'm challenged by that, or whatever. And I say to people, well, look at it in terms of willingness. What if you came at it from, I'm actually unwilling to do that. Like I'm unwilling to do everything that it takes or everything that that is, right? And that can work both ways. It can work in like I'm no longer willing to put up with that. Right. Or I can confront some reality with myself. Like, I say I want to lose weight, but the reality is I'm unwilling to deal with myself to lose weight. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. Which is really,
0: that's a, then you're
1: kind of like left with it, like, oh,
0: crap. But, then, but then you can deal with it. Very good. No, you, you can, can deal understand. with the unwillingness and decide whether you are going to live with the unwillingness and the way you are, or are you now no longer going to be willing to live the way that you are? And right. um, change, and make some the change.
1: the point here. it's about, and I'll, I I'll like to say it this way, it's about bringing things in-house that you didn't think belonged in-house. Right. right. It's about making things yours now to do something about rather than throwing your hands up in the air and explaining why you can't. Right. Because you you got to get this, and this is the same for all human beings, but you're an explanation machine, right? Hmm. I mean, if you ask somebody why they don't do something, they can tell you and Oh my gosh, all oh, they tell you, I'll oh, tell you this thing happened when I was nine, realized I was never going to be good at math. I'm like, but you're 54 now. <laughs> I love it. That's so that true. Was 45 years ago. Like, there's right. a lot of brain has happened since then. I know. And and it's a bit challenging, some of those it's been challenging some of those already determined parameters that you don't even realize you've set yourself up like that.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a habit.
1: Well, uh, look, neuroscience would tell you that your personality is nothing more than a bad habit.
0: And I say that, that, yeah, it is. It's what you are so used to functioning from. And you have to almost create a second personality to function from. Well, what
1: I say to people is you can't, you can't do something about something you don't understand yet. Mm-hmm. So you got really, you gotta really understand your own wiring. Don't get fascinated by it. You're not that sophisticated. <laughs> but if you actually, if you actually kind of checked yourself out, you would notice repetitive thoughts. Mm-hmm. You would notice uh, repetitive like physical states, like you actually feel a certain way, or you know, your body experience your body in a certain way. And you also experience a very familiar daily emotional states, just. I mean, my gosh, like the same emotions. So when, when, like for instance, I'll give you an example in my life. So I have an internal dialogue that says, and it's always going, well, it seems like it's always going, I'm never going to make it. Mm-hmm. Make what? Whatever I'm doing, I'm not going to make it. So when I get up in the morning and I have a shower, I'm never going to make it as a shower. And then when I go down the stairs and I have a coffee, I'm never going to make it. as has a cup of coffee. I'm going to walk into my office and open up my laptop. I'm never going to make it to open up my laptop. Right. That's your personality. Then, right. The only thing that I've kind of gotten used to now is not doing what that says. Mm-hmm. Because what that says is don't bother. There's no point. Right. You're never going to make it. I just keep plodding away anyway. So I include those internal dialogues now because I'm so aware that they are there where, whether I like it or not. Uh-huh. And for people that say you can control your thoughts. You can't. Really? Right. Look, really? Come on. Like, if I say the word dinosaur, stop yourself right now picturing a dinosaur.
0: Come on. You can't. <laughs> There's a dinosaur in your head now. <laughs> I know. It's so true. Because even when you say, I want more positive thoughts, I want to be positive all day. It, it doesn't happen. So you have to be conscious so that you can stop and rewire yourself just a little bit. Yeah. To keep, keep yourself well, on the right path. Yeah. If you think about it this way, right? Like if you think about it in terms of,
1: I'll use these little headphones as an example. Okay. So in your brain, there's like a thoughts that go right. And they have to go and follow a typical kind of pattern. Okay. Now, if you're having a thought about yourself, like I'm not good enough, right? If you try and stop that all you're going to do is just keep going around with the same thought over and over and over and over. So you can't actually stop a negative pattern thought. The only thing you can do is introduce a different one and then give your attention to that and right. start acting on that different one. So it's not about stopping old things, it's about introducing new things and expressing yourself in new ways and trying things out. Like right. take a take a risk with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. try out being confident at times when you don't even feel like, oh boy, I'm not sure. Well, I'll walk in there with confidence, right? I might not quite, and it's not fake it till you make it. It's literally try it out.
0: Right, right. Like, if yeah. you if you still, if you repetitively do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. So you've got to do something and make a change. And oh my gosh. So I don't want to take too much more of your time. I so appreciate it. I want you to tell everybody where they can get your book. The and right. f yourself.
1: All right, so you can get it in Amazon, you can get it in Barnes and I mean anywhere yes. you can get books, like any yeah. bound And of, lots and,
0: of a, and you can get the audio version as well because that's you what can
1: I get do. the audio version. The audio version I believe is in the top 20 of all audio books in oh, the United sweet. States. So awesome. it's pretty still pretty great. Um, and then uh, you can also catch up with me at my website garyjohnbishop.com. You can catch up with me at uh, on Instagram garyjohnbishop, Twitter garyjohnbishop. And then on Facebook, one in seven billion. So if you jump on to Facebook, you can join that. I think we've got about a quarter of a million followers in awesome. there now. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going, people are people are pretty uh, pretty gripped by the notion of un-effing themselves these days. I think so.
0: I, I think, think everybody needs to seriously, yeah, so. <laughs> in one way or another. I didn't just yeah. say that. No. Um. Hey. So. Tell me, because I know at the end of the audiobook, because I listened to the whole thing twice, um, Yeah. the end you mentioned a course. So talk. Right. tell me about the course. Right. So um, I'm, I'm
1: filming a live course with an audience um, uh, in December, and it will be released at the end of December. You'll find it on my website. Awesome. And the course is going to be split into three bits, so you can buy a bit of it and you'll own it, and it comes with electronic materials. You can have its own little workbook. And you can actually give you things to go to work on that you can use the book, right? You can use the book as your personal coach. Mm-hmm. So in the course, what we do is uncover these kind of diamonds in the mud in your life mm-hmm. and let you to get and then we unleash you to get to work on them. And uh, it's it's a methodology I've used for a number of years, but it's uh, highly, highly effective. If you're somebody who's interested in really changing your life, like taking your life in another direction, it's definitely the course for you. And you'll find uh, uh, information about it on my website in about another month or so. All
0: right. And the website again? Just GaryJohnBishop.com. Gary John yep, his name. Okay. so. Um, guys, anybody that's watching or listening, you've got to check it out. You will be inspired um, just by little things that you never thought of. I mean, the book, like I said, changed my life, and so much so that I bought a copy for all of my team members and everybody in my life. There's for Christmas. Guess what everybody's getting? And they're <laughs> stocking. I'm giving everybody <laughs> this. And first of all, my favorite reaction is when they look at it and they go, "What?". Like the that's effects. yeah, that is the best. So Christmas presents, this would be the best thing, or birthday presents, whatever. And it sends a message too. Um, it really does, and, and I want your listeners to know too. It's not filled with profanity. No. Like, there's a
1: couple of curse words in it, right? I mean, it's, it's not a lot.
0: It's it's so well written and so powerful. Your message is so powerful, and I think it transforms lives just after reading the first chapter, to be honest with you. Thank you so much. And that was my intention. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on The Healthy Me. I totally appreciate it and love what you're doing. And I'm going to be looking out for your course.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me, Trina.
0: All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Trina here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to The Healthy Me podcast and be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can like the Healthy Me Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at thehealthyme underscore com. Remember, the info on the Healthy Me podcast is not to be taken as medical advice. You should always talk with your doctors before trying anything we discuss. Until next time, live in your healthy me.